So I, that, that's a fair criticism of my criticism, um, in which case I remedy it to a 10 out of 10. Perfect game. There you go. <laughs> Correct. Um. Hello and welcome back to the Mo Video Games Podcast. Thank you so much for joining us today. We have got a special one for you. We bring on special guest, the doctor himself, Adam, to talk about Uncharted 4. One of the favorite games shared between myself, Oliver, and Adam. It's going to be a blast, and we get a little bit of sidetracking going on in the beginning, talking about some of our other favorite games. So you don't want to miss that to hear just a couple of weirdos talking about some weird things. You know what I mean? You know what I mean. But thank you so much for sticking around. We hope you enjoy today's podcast. Welcome to the Mole Video Games Podcast. Hello. <laughs> um. Well, I guess today we'll probably say it in intro, but we have a very special guest, Mister Professor Adam Golding. Professor, how you doing? Very exciting. Um, here to talk about some Uncharted Four, right? Theoretically, and tech news. Theoretically, and and top five. <laughs> Um. Oh yeah, <laughs> we we got it's a banger delicious episode. Got, I'm stressing about the top five. I don't know if I want to start with it or end with it. I On picked it, a top four, and then I have ten games that I'm considering for the number five slot, <laughs> and I just didn't make a decision. Um, that's that's a decent cop out. I appreciate it. Yeah. Um. I guess. Well, on, oh, you go. You go. I, I was gonna say last time you were saying you couldn't find the live stream. Um. Yeah, because it was unlisted. <laughs> it was not public. So I felt nice. pretty good about that. But... <laughs> we were streaming into the abyss. But it's public now, so when we don't have any viewers, it's just because no one cares. There you go. Yeah, we don't have an excuse this time. I'll see if I, I can pull up the stream. There we go. We'll say something. What's up? Yeah, I got the YouTube thing going, so I can see what's going on. Uh... <laughs> yeah, I I felt decent it wasn't up, but I was like, whatever. He knows what he's doing. We're good. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know if I mentioned this last time, but I have been in heavy consideration of starting to speedrun. Um, so there's actually a couple YouTube videos that walk you through the Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time GSR speedrun, which is essentially, uh, yeah, I know Adam's going to laugh at me. It's a no item manipulation, no wrong warp category. So it's about, if you're good, it's about a two hour speedrun. So does that, that mean sounds you can like, or cannot do backflips while holding a bomb? To, like, I believe you can do the, the, the bomb backflip. Uh, mm. <laughs> the wrong, the, like the wrong warp on like any percent, you like start and what like Kokoriko Forest or whatever that village is called, and then you use the ba- the bomb thing, and then you're like in Ganondorf's castle in game. It's yeah. like a 17 minute speed run. It's the dumbest shit I've ever seen in my life. Um, <laughs> it's actually really dope, but it's it's straight clown town. So yeah, you're gonna start with a full completion speed run though. Yeah, I think so. That's like that's two hours of mastery that you have. Well, that's two hours, yeah. So it'll probably be like a. I was planning on doing once I get a little bit of the fundamentals, uh, streaming my first run, and I was planning on just like waking up like Saturday morning, and hopefully finishing before I go to bed. (laughs) Would be the goal. But I was just thinking, it's like I mean the speed running community. I mean it has been growing throughout the pandemic, which is cool. But like 
I mean, the times that I've gotten on Twitch and like I go to the Ocarina of Time speedrun category and no one's streaming has been the saddest, most dark times of my life. Tears endlessly. I don't. I can't even find my cat in those moments. So I don't know. It's just a community that I uh, I follow a lot. So I feel like I want to support and join. And it's a run that I wouldn't mind doing. The the Super Mario sixty four speed runs. I'm leaving those to the pros. Those are those are insane. I can't do that. What are the, so what are the times okay. like for that? The one hundred twenty I thought was like uh, they they just got a new record right it was like an hour twenty eight or something like yeah, that. yeah something like that it's it's fucking insane I mean the the any star which would be I think you you actually don't have to get a star now to finish the game I don't know if they've been able to do that not task or not but that one's I think more like a fifteen minute speed run um, but that's just like nonstop glitching through walls and stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. That one, the the bunny that's in the downstairs area, you have to take the bunny and then you have to glitch it out of the room so you can glitch through the star door to get to the second Bowser area. Uh, mm-hmm. If you want to watch, a, it, it, especially also if anyone listening wants to watch a good speed run, the, there's a blindfolded speed run at a, one of the recent GDQs, I believe. Um, games done quick. And the blindfold speedrun, phenomenal category to watch. I plugged it now second time on the stream. I will keep plugging it. It's so fun to watch. I don't know how they do it. I couldn't get one star blindfolded. So, but either way, point is, I've been thinking about speedrunning. Think it would be a good category to learn. The a big reason, also tempting about it. People said it was not the hardest speedrun category to learn, like out of other categories that they're familiar with. And then, like I said, there's also YouTube tutorials that like relatively walk you through it. Like the strats are old, but at least I can get into it um yeah so it's it's a no glitch right so you're just like you're playing the game normally but very well you don't have to learn like oh i have to hit this glitch point at this exact moment doing this exact stance kind of thing. there's some glitchy stuff because that's what that's where the wrong warp confuses me a lot because there are some times where you like clip through walls and stuff but that doesn't count as a wrong warp so i got to look under the rules a little bit more um if you like stay in the same area you can yeah that might be it because yeah. uh, if you guys are familiar with the entrance to the Shadow Temple, they'll go behind Dampe's shack, and then they'll somehow use like the grappling hook and a backflip, I think, time perfectly, and it'll shove you up to the far top corner of the map where like there's the walls with the little angles, and you can use that to walk all the way over to the entrance of the Shadow Temple. Uh, I feel like you should just use that instead of... He's the like uh, guy with the shovel, right? You yeah. You like, lead him around. Yeah, isn't that like impossible to do anyway? Yeah, I think so. Well, the classic, especially in the 100%, is uh, if you're doing 100%, you have to get a heart piece from Dampe, and it's the most RNG moment in the entire run. So you can lose up to, like, I don't know. It, runs are ended with Dampe all the time, so it's like yeah. a meme, at least in the Ocarina of Time speedrunning universe of, like, Dampe just destroying your soul in runs. So so either way, not tech news, but I figured I'd mention it. So uh, I, I'll plug my Twitch once I do tech. run. That's true, that's true baby. Um, yeah. Yeah. That's all I got. Uh Gran Turismo seven sounds dope. Was that just a fun statement or is it announced? <laughs> There's a little bit more to it, but were you gonna say something right there before I interrupted? Oh you? no 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 no. Okay. I think he was also about to say Gran Turismo seven looked dope. Yeah, I was actually. Because I was thinking that too. We were talking about Dampe and I was like, Yeah, I really Gran Turismo seven. Uh <laughs> No, I was actually I was going to mention because Hitman's out now, right? I saw some yeah. gameplay. I don't know if you mm-hmm. guys have seen anything with it. Yeah, you can uh, speed exactly run the first like the level one. in 10 seconds. Yeah. No glitches. That's insane. 
Are you guys thinking about getting it? I know Maxwell. Mac, you said you're interested, and I don't know. Are you gonna get it right away? I'm probably gonna wait for a sale. There are so many games right now that I want to play next. Um, yeah, I I have learned the error of my ways um, in buying games just to let them sit until they're on sale for ten dollars. Um, but like, so Control is a game I've wanted to play for a really long time, and it's a PlayStation Plus game for February. Um, the ultimate edition with the PS5 enhancements. Um, so get that for Frizzle. So I'm pretty pumped about that. The fuck is Control? Uh, it's another Remedy game. Uh, developers of Alan Wake. Um, it takes place. I think it's the future. I don't know. It's like an alternate reality thing. I think it's, it's like near future, right? Yeah. Like, just like so shot- they could explain, they're like, "This is why we have this technology. It's in the future." Yeah. Does Shadi have the <laughs> force, or future. like why she's got the she got the little force hands going on in all uh, these pictures? She's got the control. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I don't know. I haven't played it, but um, it, it's pretty cool. It's the, they're destructive. Like items in the game are freaking nuts. Okay. Um, that like literally almost everything is like individually destructive. Like you shoot a desk and like parts of the desk are flying off and it's all physics based and digital foundry has some really cool stuff on it. Um, but it's, it's pretty dope, even though like the PC is definitely the best way to play it. If you have the hardware to support it, um, for like visual fidelity, but the PS five upgrades, I just watched a video on it today. Um, are, are pretty, pretty dope. So yeah, I'm, excited for that um but yeah back to gran turismo 7 it was just like a kind of <laughs> it was completely tangential it was just like i, I thought we were done with speed running comments um so it's just it was my entry into tech news um but uh they so a big gran turismo sport was the ps4 gens gran turismo and it was completely different than like a normal like numbered entry it didn't have like a full campaign it was mostly like an esports game um is there a campaign in a racing game other than just more racing uh yeah it's it's all about like <laughs> progressing like you're you're winning events and tournaments and you're doing different classes of cars like it's not like a story per se yeah but it's about not like, like just moving up the ranks like yeah, yeah. yeah um but they're so with gran turismo 7 they're they're going back to the roots of gran turismo 1 through 4 which is interesting because that um covers through ps2 um but then they, they're leaving out five and six which people didn't like anyway and then obviously sport is different so people are very hyped they're going back to their roots with like lots of cars some kind of traditional like campaign to get through and stuff so pretty hyped but that, that that's yeah that's why i say that's uh ps5 got a lineup of games this year that if they don't get delayed are gonna be legendary we got Ooh. god of war ragnarok we got Ooh. horizon forbidden west we got <gasps> Gran Turismo 7 Returnal new IP should be interesting don't know how to feel about that which Ratchet and Clank again? Rift Apart but go ahead Adam which one was Returnal again I feel like I it's like that. this outer it's like this lady wearing this astronaut suit um and yeah. she's, she's shooting things <laughs> I'm gonna look it up yeah the pictures look a bit actually this looks pretty dope this looks like Space Doom from the small GIF I'm seeing right now, mostly because it's is, isn't predominantly Doom in space. red. <laughs> I was gonna say it looked like Dead Space, yeah. It's like not, but like, or sorry, like Alien Doom. Oh Doom yeah, Doom. yeah, yeah. 
Because there's no aliens in Doom. Are there there's aliens not, in Doom? No, no they're, no, they're, they're demons. demons. Yeah, that's why. I, well, I was like, I, there's fucking demons, but maybe, maybe the new Doom said something weird. Someone I mean, it, smoked too much hibiscus or something. I don't know. <laughs> hey, hibiscus is legal now, so that's true. <laughs> Recently legalized. Yeah. Um, I honestly, I can't believe I'm saying it, but I am most excited for Ragnarok. I think I out of the not, list that you just said, I, I would I would say that too. Yeah, I'm honestly not feeling super confident about that. Uh, Horizon Forbidden West, whatever the new title's called. I just think uh, I think they're gonna fuck it up. I'm just gonna call it straight up, dude. Sequels, there's a big onus to like you know do something new and not just carbon copy. Unless you're Assassin's Creed two and you just fix mechanics because Assassin's Creed one was clown fiesta. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it was a fun one, but uh yeah, no, I I I am not feeling good about it. Also Adam, also try it out, it'll be fun, but have you played Horizon, Adam? I've played Horizon Zero Dawn, yeah. So I actually about almost exactly a year ago I got a PlayStation 4. Um and I got Horizon Zero Dawn and a couple other games with it. So I played kind of close to the beginning of the pandemic, so I'd say March, April last year. I played Horizon Zero Dawn and I was I was relentlessly texting Oliver about it, uh, but I, I platinumed it and then I platinumed the DLC. So, damn, um, fun game, frustrating game. Uh, I skipped the dialogue for the most part because the scenes where you're talking to people were just like Mass Effect One boring. Yes. You know, like, I and I didn't, I didn't really care too much about the subject matter. Like they didn't do anything to make me like engage with with what's going on. I was just like, I just want to beat up the robot dinosaurs, and yeah, <laughs> this cutscene is preventing me from doing that. I um, like. Oh, you go. Sorry. No, no, that's it. Yeah, I like the main story, but the the amount of auxiliary dialogue in that fucking game, and then like the like facial acting was never lined up or whatever it was. Like there was just I mm-hmm. don't know. It was just. All the side shit that they did, they tried way too fucking hard, and it was really tedious. Mass Effect One boring is an appropriate, appropriate description because yeah. I've I've got like ten or fifteen hours in the Mass Effect One, and I was like, this is just like the story is not pulling me in right now. This is just I, on replays for Mass Effect One. I do think the story is quite engaging. It's yeah. I think it's very interesting, but like you know when you have like the combat system of horizon zero dawn which is like that's the fun part right that's Mm -hmm. the fun part of the game and that's really 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 fun when i have to like talk to somebody who i don't know who i don't care about i'm not invested in i know they're gonna die in five minutes or i'm never gonna (laughs) see them again why am i doing that right yeah like that that's my only hope for the sequel is like you know, if you have the budget to do like a facial animation like department for like motion capture, please do. Or if you have budget to like write and script characters in an interesting way, besides like the main characters, I would really appreciate that. So yeah. I'm gonna buy and play the game so I can beat up Robo Dinosaurs though. <laughs> I, I I have a feeling they will improve um at, at least with the animation department. I mean Horizon Zero Dawn was a new IP from i mean they were a well-established developer with the kill zone series um but horizon zero dawn was definitely a bit of a gamble for them and with how well it's taken off and has now become like a console seller um mm-hmm. for them and they're a first party studio and actually one of the execs at sony used to be the head of guerrilla games 
Um, oh. And so they're like, I guarantee they're going to be funneling nothing but money um, into the tech and and trying to make it a showcase for the PS5. It's also it's going to be cross gen, which is interesting. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, so PS4 as well. Yeah. If I'm if I'm thinking about it, there's a lot of games that I'm like I would like to save those for a PS5 if I'm ever going to get one. Like Spider-Man Miles Morales comes to mind, but I don't think I would wait to play the New Horizon game on the PS5 unless there's something like that's just drastically improved because like if the graphics to me are like good enough, I just kind of want to play it. Um but I don't know. If there's something yeah, my my guess is they'll have at least a 60 frames per second mode, and that's probably going to be the biggest difference. I doubt with the tech they're going to be pushing that they'll have 60 frames per second on the PS4. Like mm-hmm. the, the last gen was all about 30 frames per second. Like games just didn't do more than that. Um, so that would probably be the biggest difference. I, I mean, I'm sure there'll be some graphical things. They might do some kind of like ray traced reflections or something like that, and it's probably going to be a higher resolution, um, maybe some mm-hmm. better effects, but. Yeah, I, I, I'm with you. I understand. Like, yeah, the the graphics are still going to look phenomenal. Um, oh, hopefully, it, it depends, I guess, on how they approach cross gen, and if they're like developing it for PS5 and then scaling it back, like how effective that will work. Mm-hmm. But, but yeah, I, I I have high hope that PS4 should be pretty good too. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm surprised they're doing so many cross gens. I mean, I kind of. I guess they're just trying to maximize game sales, but like I'd rather them just like make a pimpalicious game for the PS5 that really just like does as much as it can with the PS5. Then I feel like they're going to end up. I mean, obviously you're going to spend development resources and making sure that it's like everything will run fine on the PS4. But then your like upper bound seems to be cut off from that. At least I would assume, right? Like you're not going to be able to create as danky of a game. I, I, the the biggest thing is they don't want to leave everyone who owns a PS4 in the dust. Like all of a sudden they just cut off and like, oh, no more games for you because I'm I'm looking yeah. up how many PS4s have been sold. But I mean, I mean, I definitely a, get that. But don't they I do mean, that it, all the time? <laughs> yeah, but they don't do that immediately. They yeah. usually wait like a few years and then they'll be like, okay, this game's not coming out on the PS4. Um, and like, that's fair. Yeah, it is new enough, and it's been hard enough. I don't know. I'm assuming you can get one easily enough now but maybe not i i haven't followed uh any new console sales at all yeah no PS, ps5 huge... and xbox series x you won't be able to get probably for the rest of 2021 if amd is anything to go by they said that the shortages <laughs> won't uh lighten up at all and they're still selling right. out immediately you can buy one on StockX for 750 dollars Oh, I mean, I guess, yeah, you can get them. It's just how much yeah. money are you willing to spend? Yeah, yeah. that's insane. I, I, I'm amazed that it's still a problem, but I guess I shouldn't be. It's probably a dumb thing for me to say. But the fact that we were saying literally February 1st that we probably won't be able to get one until 2022 is. Yeah, that's that sucks. Balls. <laughs> unless, you, unless you get very lucky and, like, snipe uh, a restock at the right time. But, yeah, there's uh, over 113 million is what I saw PS4 sold. So if you think, like, if half of those people want to get a PS5, you're already looking at, like, 60 million people that, yeah. that want a PS5. Um, and, like, that's, that's just a, a crazy amount. And they had, like, I think 10 million at launch or something like that. Yeah, working their way up. I like guess it, it was crazy sales. Obviously, they're doing very well, but yeah. And then scalpers just coming in for the kill. 
Yeah, I don't feel like at this point, if you want to release, you have a choice other than to start botting as well. Like, I, I don't foresee how anyone's going to be able to stop that from happening. So at this point, like, find a bot that works, spin up an Amazon AWS virtual machine or something, run it on that so you don't have to keep a computer on at your own place and do it. Because, like, I don't, I, I, I can't, I haven't been able to, like, perceive a way how you would safeguard against bots at all and not just get clown fiested by them especially with how popular this stuff is and how much attention is already going at it like there are already so many people trying to get in the first place right so you just ask them are you a bot they that's true that's where computers can't lie Yeah, I can't even buy like uh I mean I'm not I'm not a sneakerhead by any stretch of the imagination, but there's been a couple pairs of shoes that I was like, oh if I could get this for the normal retail price I would. And uh yep, nope, that's impossible. Even shoes. Can't even buy shoes. <laughs> can't buy graphics cards, shoes, consoles. So not that I support botting, but I don't know. I, I, I think it's inevitable. If you can't beat them, <laughs> you join them. That's I know. That's it's the reality of it, it feels. All right. Well, uh, I, th- I think we can talk about the main event. The main event. Uncharted. I don't know. Did, did you want to talk about uh, GameStop? It's kind <laughs> of related to video games. We can talk about it. I think, I, I think I did, they still sell video games. I'm not sure. <laughs> I did actually buy uh, two copies of the Super Mario, whatever, the reboot from GameStop. So I did my... My fair share supporting our Lord and Savior. <laughs> Diamond hands forever. Um, I actually do have a, uh, I did get a GameStop stock, but I bought it at a poor time. I'm, I'm running in the, running in the red right now. So hopefully, <laughs> hopefully that short squeeze comes through soon. Cause, uh, yeah, didn't have too much money. The only thing, well, if you're not familiar with what's going on with GameStop, essentially a bunch of rich people expected them to fail and the subreddit r slash Wall Street bets learned about that and now everyone's buying GameStop stocks in order to screw over Wall Street. That's like the shittiest explanation I could possibly give, but I think it's succinct enough. Um, yeah. So yeah, the only thing that really pisses me off is uh, Robin Hood. They like, it was I think last Thursday they prohibited all purchasing of stocks, even though Wall Street and hedge funds and stuff like that were still able to trade stocks freely. Just public investors on Robinhood weren't able to go. And then there's like apparently Robinhood has ties with I forgot exactly what the hedge it's fund one was. Of the but hedge funds, yeah. Yeah, they have ties with one of the hedge funds, and so then everyone's like, "This is like manipulation of stock market, totally what we call illegal." Um, <laughs> and so now at least. As the last time I checked, you can only buy two GME stocks at a time, um, which is still like in a lot of people's eyes, manipulating the market and benefit yeah. of the hedge funds and stuff like that. So that's what pisses me off. And of course, I downloaded Robinhood as the first one to try to get in on it. Um, and then immediately Robinhood's like, you can't buy this shit. And I'm like, you got to be fucking kidding me. Uh, and so I went to like Webull, but Webull has like a five day approval process. So so i got one gme stock and i'm also i'm also in on the blackberry short as well uh there you go gotta get it on the amc short yeah i was just nervous about the amc with how the trends were looking but i think i i mean if i cut even i'll be happy i hope i hope the squeeze is real but at this point yeah we'll see we'll see what happens apparently they did the same shit they found out people were shorting silver stocks as well so silver stocks are up like uh 15 to 20 percent today or something like that from when they were <laughs> it's like 
<laughs> it is hysterical. The r slash Wall Street Bets is a it's a special subreddit if you've never been there before. That's all I have to say. <laughs> and I mean, as long as whatever you're purchasing or buying, you're willing to lose it, it don't matter. Cause That's for it's, sure. Because it's risky business. Because eventually, at some point, in order to make the profits, you have to sell which means that the stock value goes down. So you have to sell before everyone else sells. It's yeah. a very, it's a, it's a, it's a tricky game. Yeah. The, the sub, a lot of people on the sub are saying that they're going to hold out till GM, GME stocks at uh, $69,420. <laughs> <laughs> hold out 69.20 diamond hands. Um, so yeah, it's, it's definitely something else. I do. I had a buddy who bought, I think, uh, like mid twenties worth of stocks at like eighty nine each, and he's already cashed out. I think twenty five hundred worth of it, and he started without like a thousand. So, um, there's like people on Reddit who like bought in at like a couple dollars each and have already made like fifty plus million or something like that off of it. So it's definitely insane. Uh, I I assume it was photoshopped, but someone someone posted on the sub uh, world's richest man and it showed the the reddit username of the guy who bought the gme stocks first yeah. and called it that was so funny <laughs> I, I think it's user deep fucking value or something like yeah, that yeah 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 yeah, yeah. that's yeah. so funny uh. but yeah either way it's crazy it's <laughs> it's fun to follow honestly um and a lot of people are really getting pleasure of putting it to the man I get worried that this is like actually secretly like a long con by hedge hedge funds. Like they knew that this was going to happen or something, right? And now they're like banking on this, so they're just going to screw us over even more. But yeah, that user is just a plant. He's like, yeah. ah, these fools. <laughs> but yeah, that shit, that shit is fucking crazy. I'm sure GameStop is like, why me? <laughs> or maybe not. Maybe they love the attention. I don't know. I don't yeah. know how they benefit from this at all. I saw an article. I don't understand how it works, but I thought I saw that like AMC's six hundred million dollar debt got wiped out um, yeah. because of the the stock purchase. Like they actually helped AMC. Mm-hmm. Um, don't quote me on that because I know nothing about how stocks work, other than how the two thousand eight financial crisis happened. Because I watched the Big Short after all of this happened because I was curious, <laughs> and then I did a shit ton of research on uh collateral debt obligations and synthetic cdos and how all of that shit happened and yeah that... we are not financial advisors don't listen to us no we're, we're game advisors listen yes. to us there <laughs> yeah. and, and even that is is marginal but no we're right all three of us are right that's true well i we we have yet to find out i don't actually know what adam's thoughts are on uncharted 4 i know he has them I, I just do. don't know if they're good. They so. are in here. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Well, on that note with GameStop, let's get those thoughts out here. All right. Nice one, dude. Yeah. <laughs> it's quality content. I'm a, I'm a professional, so. So um, yeah, I guess you guys did do, uh, you guys talked about Uncharted 4 previously, um, and then you have both played all four games. All yes. for the main series. Did any of you play the Lost Legacy? Yes, I did. I did not. I I haven't played the Lost Legacy. I've played okay. one through four, and I didn't do that one. Um, um, also, I before probably we get, will do that it, one. Before we get any further, spoiler alert um, for anyone listening that has not played Uncharted Four or any of the Uncharted games or any of the Lost Legacy. I anticipate we will be going into deep story discussion. So, just fair warning. All right, thank you. Continue. 
No, I just, I just wanted to know which games that you guys had uh, had played. Yeah. Was Lost Legacy uh, any good? Yes. I've heard good things. I, I want to play it. It just wasn't part of the Nathan Drake collection, so. Yeah, yeah. It's Nadine and Chloe. Oh, right. Nadine. Wasn't it kind of like a, like a Lost Vegas or a Fallout New Vegas equivalent of Uncharted 4? So like Fallout 3 or whatever it was. Yeah. Or whatever that, yeah. The, the expanded dlc like miles that's Morales. so long that's essentially a full game yeah mm-hmm. the the 40 dollar full game equivalent <laughs> yeah yeah which i think is fair it's like a two-thirds it's a two-thirds game it's a two-thirds it's, game it's kind of like the that. sweet spot honestly for game length um like right as you're like kind of getting used to the game mechanics and maybe getting tired of them it's like oh finale boom we're done yeah yeah done. um yeah, I guess I don't know what we want to talk about first. We can we've already talked about the game high level, so I don't think we really need to like go into any like if you want to know about the story, listen to the previous episode. Easy plug every day. Uh, <laughs> uh, so I guess comments, gripes. What what did we like about the game? What did we not like okay, about the game? First of all, everyone listening knows our thoughts generally on the game. So I just want to know right off the bat, Adam. Yeah. Did you like it or did you not? I did like it, yes. Um, Let's get it! (laughs) That's it, that's it. I'll see you guys later. Thank you. Yeah, thank Um, you for coming. (laughs) I guess, so for me, Uncharted, right, like, you know, growing up with the the consoles I had, I had a PlayStation 2, and then I had an Xbox 360. And then I didn't get another console, aside from Nintendo consoles, um, until a PlayStation 4 about a year ago. Mm. Um, So I never had the PS3. So I was never really able to play Uncharted all through, you know, high school, college. Um, I did have the opportunity to play a lot of Uncharted 2 once. And I, I, I got like, I think halfway through that game in like one play session at like my uncle's house back when I was in like eighth grade or something. I don't know. Um, but I really didn't know anything about the series as a whole um, other than just like everybody's like, this is the best thing ever. Like it's one of the most like rewarding series. Like people were saying, were saying like, "Oh, two is the best one. Four is really good." Like, and then about ooh, this probably was last summer. I got the Nathan Drake collection, played one through three in a row, and then played four. So I played all four of them in a row. Um, so that's kind of I don't know. That's kind of like my journey with the franchise. I quite enjoyed all of the games. Um, I haven't really, I, I don't know. I'm trying to think like similar games. Like I haven't really played like Tomb Raider, like the original ones. I've played the new remakes, which are yeah. not really all that good. Um, at least from the Insomniac studios, you know, I've played last of us and last of us two, and I can see the similarities between uncharted four and last of us two, at least with like environment and like certain gameplay. Um, yeah, not Naughty not Dog. Storytelling, the... we can compare those two if you guys want to. But you guys know my thoughts on the Last of Us franchise, so we don't have to get into that. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that's um, for another time. Um, I will say, update after like thinking about it for longer, I do think the Last of Us 2 is like a solid 9 out of 10 for a game. I, I, would, I, confidently, I can confidently say that. The first one... We will leave to another time. <laughs> yeah, I, I um, need to revisit the first one too. It's been a long time since I've played it, so. Yeah. 
Um, my big question, I guess, with Uncharted, because you guys did kind of talk about it previously, is do you think Uncharted 4 is the best Uncharted and why? Yes, because it is. <laughs> I am Nathan Drake. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Well, you, yeah, you, you, you want. Okay, yeah. Uh, for me, one, one through three, I was actually, I was actually just having this conversation last night with someone else. But for me, just the, the level of depth of, like that they added to the story and it not just being, oh, I'm going into a lost city with treasure and then I almost get to the treasure and then it's a trap and then it's collapsing and then I escape. Bam. What wonder one, of two, the three. world are we going to destroy today? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, like did they do unique things within the first three games like with like environment wise and stuff like that to like make it exciting and did i enjoy all one through three like yeah i enjoyed all of them i pretty much played it the same way as you just running straight through it and i liked all of them like i don't regret playing through them at all but um yeah just the depth of story that they added especially playing through one through three and then having that background i thought they used that really well to set up like um you know nathan's conflict with elena and stuff like that and like why she's all upset like you get some story there you get the uh story with the brother and then you also then get the full like backstory when they're kids um growing up as well i mean Mm -hmm. i thought they just did so much to add depth to this game versus one through three that felt like really like reprints of the same fucking book all fun but you're essentially climbing the yellow line up a structure or pressing right trigger to shoot something. (laughs) So um, for me and just visually, like I, like we've talked about before, like I normally do not care that much about graphics and that game still is like hot damn. When I played it for the first time, that is something I definitely remember. And it's Mm -hmm. like very rarely that I see a game that I'm like, wow, this is actually kind of fucking crazy looking. So, yeah. and it sounds like, I mean, in Maxwell's opinion, it sounds like he still thinks the graphics hold up pretty well today, which is really a testament to the fact that's what, like four or five years later now, since it's been released, um, the fact Uncharted that it still 4. looks really good. Yeah. 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 No, um, I would say, yeah, those graphics are crazy. Yeah. And like, insane. I just played it within a year and I was like, these are like top notch graphics, right? Like, yeah. On so a that, PS4. That, <laughs> yeah, yeah. On a PS4. So that's the story is definitely my big thing. Like uh like the the gunplay and everything, like all of that stuff was just like expected updates, I would say, from gen to gen and the time leap between Uncharted 3 to Uncharted 4. Um, but the graphics is like a oh, that was cool, and then the story is the big kabanger, if you will. Mm. But yeah. Maxwell, thoughts. Um yeah, I, I mean Uncharted 4, I think, is without question the best Uncharted for a, a lot of the same reasons a, a big one like from a story perspective there's there's a lot more emotion and attention paid to the characters and the development of the characters um like the the fact that they brought in i mean granted bringing in a brother that was conveniently never mentioned in the first three games is convenient um but it was a phenomenal performance by troy baker and a, a honestly pretty compelling story so I, I forgive mm-hmm. them. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, overall, I mean, Naughty Dog. So I've said it before. They're, the the gunplay in Uncharted just doesn't do it for me. Um, I think Uncharted 4 did it way better than the first three games. Um, they added some open combat arenas and you could like they you had the swingy boy. So you're swinging around. Um the the battlefield you're like jumping down on top of people and like as you're punching them you're like the guns popping up in there and you're catching it and shooting other people and stuff like it's it's nuts naughty dog is without question 
like the best Nadia. developer in in the world. I guess like I did I, Somniac earlier. Oops, <laughs> that's all right. It's oh, Somniac. Yeah, does okay. is, does Spider Man yeah. and Ratchet and Clank. Um, so other other PS4 exclusives, but I can't think Insomniac. I think probably is the biggest rival to Naughty Dog in far as like development quality. But I can't really think of another developer. Um, that I mean, Santa Monica Studios level. is God of War, right? Or is that also in some? Yeah, that, that's that's fair. But there, that's almost like a more recent, like, wow. Like with the, mm. the remake of God of War back in 2018, it was yeah. kind of like, oh, shit. Like, wow. Well, that's I mean, the really Insomniac and, and Naughty Dog games are directly competing on the same console. So, As is Santa Monica. They're, I mean, they're all top yeah. tier, which is why yeah. everyone's like, oh my gosh, the PS4, they're exclusives. <laughs> Yeah, but I mean, there there is you a can't small about the, to... Oh, sorry, you go, Adam. No, well, I was just gonna say you can't think about it that as a way of like, well, what kind of games do those studios make, right? Like Last of Us, Uncharted, God of War, Spider Man. These are big title, you know, cinemat, cinematic, whatever that word is, um, games that are like you sit down and you're absorbing a story. Maybe with the exception of Spider Man being a little bit different, you know, gameplay wise and approach, but. If you're not into that, like if you're like, I don't care about that. I yeah. just want to play platformers. You're like, I don't give a shit about any of these studios unless I'm Team going Cherry. into their backlog, you know, and I'm playing Ratchet and Clank or Spyro or something. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Spyro. Ooh. Bless up. If we there do is... top fives, that'll that'll come back. <laughs> <laughs> there is this uh, small indie development studio you guys probably aren't familiar with called Riot Games, though. That's pretty good, too. So. Would you say Raya? Raya Games? Riot Games. Yeah. <laughs> haven't heard of them that's all we that's all we need we don't need to hear anymore uh but i think that's a fair point like uh yeah for the game titles that maxwell loves the most this those are definitely top doggies for sure but mm-hmm. uh yeah if, 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 if you aren't looking for those large triple a titles and you're more of an indie game boy i don't think that those titles would be screaming to you but yeah. I mean, yeah, they are I, large AAA titles for a reason, to be fair, right? Like a lot of people love them. That's it's why they're large. So I, I'm just oh, I guess I Rockstar is probably the only other studio that I think like has the same level of polish for for the scope of the game. I mean, to be fair, like, yeah, if you have like a smaller scope game, um, you can do those incredibly well. Um, but like to, to have a big open world like that, um, Rockstar and Naughty Dog are yeah. just kind of next level i don't think anyone i was can touch thinking their skill. uh i was thinking bethesda until you said the word polished yeah so no 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 no. that kind of gets them out of there but I they make good the games thing. but there's not a lot of polish on those games i mean elder scrolls is pretty dope but yeah it's uh it's it's we'll dope see what for the next reasons. one's like but i guess you gotta buy an xbox to play it uh i don't buy into that they're they're gonna do something where either it's either timed exclusive or it plays best on xbox or or like you some can get it on game pass before you can get it anywhere else or something uh, yeah, that, that that's gonna be the big thing but there there's no way they're going to say oh yeah one of the biggest ips in all of gaming yeah but we're only going to give it to like half the gamers that exist like right not a chance not yeah. a freaking chance at least that's me, like convincing myself. It doesn't matter to me. I mean, I I could play it. I want to play but... Skyrim too. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I guess. Okay. Uh, oh, more, Adam, what do you? What well, do you I was going to say more thoughts on on Uncharted. Like, why? You know, what makes for the best game? Why is it the best game? Because I think we all kind of agree that it is. Okay. Um, 
you know, why is it better than one, two, and three? What did one, two, and three do that Uncharted Four didn't do, or what did Uncharted Four do that the first three didn't do? Um, and I think going back to Oliver's comment, it it kind of doesn't follow that formula of like, you know, I, I made the joke, but really, like, if you look at the first three games, it's like, what wonder of the world are we going to destroy today? You no, know? For and sure. they kind of still do that at the end of four, but like, that's not necessarily what four is about. Right. Mm-hmm. Like the first game, I, I was actually doing this when I was like, I was, you know, you said you wanted to talk about this and I was like, oh, I got to like brush up on my uncharted knowledge. But I was like, before I do that, like, what do I remember about the first three games just off the top of my head? Could I name a single character that doesn't come back later? Right. Mm-hmm. Like there's Elena, there's Chloe, there's Sully. Right. Who's the bad guy in the first game? I don't even remember. Like, yeah. I had to look it up. It's like some like like generic Filipino guy, I think. Like, <laughs> like Oh yeah. Cause they had like the cursed treasure, right? And then yeah. there's like all the cursed people were like chasing after him at the end. Yeah, and but, like I think people were kind of criticizing that game where it's like, who are the enemies? Oh, uh pirates, but they're just Filipino guys, and it's like there's no real substance here. Um second game, I remember that he was like Russian or something. Mm-hmm. But then the third game I could not recall like what happened in that game. Other I think than it was a there woman, was sand. Right? Like an older woman. It was like an old lady, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the the fourth game definitely felt like it was using the treasure as a more of a conduit to get the story through and like have direction towards it, where the one, two, and three were like that was the end goal, that was everything, that was the journey, adventure, story, and um mm-hmm. so yeah. I mean, yeah, even just the utilization of it just to get their message across or like the story across. It's not like I don't think they're trying to teach us anything with Uncharted 4 other yeah. than to not lie to your wife. That's a good one. <laughs> I mean, I, um, I think he said it well. I mean, the well, one, two and three, the story was the treasure that they're finding and in, in the, the world. And in Uncharted 4, the story was the relationship of Nathan and Elena, the relationship of Nathan and his brother. Um and and how that all and and even the relationship with Rafe the bad guy I mean they they set yeah. up initially that there's hey there's history with these people and like you you mm-hmm. kind of understand that and yeah I definitely would also you know not just talking from a story aspect but from a mechanics aspect you know you as the player like what you're learning you know not what the the plot story is telling but what the game story is telling the pacing in four is much better mm-hmm. than I would say two or three I think one has pretty good pacing. Because I think they were like, we don't know if we're going to make another, right? Like, let's just make as good a game as we can, given the limitations that we have. And, I mean, even playing that recently, I, I still think that game kind of holds up. Yeah. It, it, can, it gets a little, little boring and dicey with the, like, gunplay. But I didn't really like the gunplay in 2 or 3 either. Like, I think they made the scenarios a little bit more fun. And I think 3 had better mechanics. Like, like. I feel like I remember three having like better like cover shooting mechanics, but then like four is like, nah, fuck that shit. Grapple hook, you know, yeah. like, <laughs> let's do that shit instead. Um, hey, pacing. I just, I just think four has better pacing in general. Um, granted I played it recently, but you can, I can recall like what happens in that game. Like not necessarily in order, but it like, I'm like, mm-hmm. Oh yeah, there's like pirate Island. There's like, the first city they go to, there's like Pirate Fortress City that's all flooded. There's the like 
islands they have to go to before then. There's Madagascar. There's the like weird Italy thing. Like, and then they go to Scotland at some point, and like, yeah. Then I'm like, what happened in the first game? Um, they tried to find a thing. <laughs> they sunk a lost city. <laughs> they sunk it. I think I just remember the zombies, and I remember enjoying the zombies. Yeah, yeah. And, you know. and being like, what? I, I, I didn't expect zombies in the game. No, but they were kind of cool, and they were kind of scary. There's yeah. that one point in the game where you go into that like facility, and there's a lot of like tight corners, and you can kind of hear them like stomping around on all fours, and you're like, okay, this is a little freaky. And this is a horror game now? What the hell? Yeah. <laughs> um, the second game, I think I remembered the most of out of the rest of the three. Um, but all I... The biggest thing I remember from the second game, aside from all of the trains, or like the train, is it one train? I just feel like most of that game was spent on a train. <laughs> yeah, um, that's so true. Is yeah. Every time you climb in that game and you leap to a new object, it is not going to catch you. You are going to fall through that. You're going to land on it. It's going to fall off. Like, and yeah, that yeah, was yeah, the yeah. one where I was like, this can't keep happening every time. It's the most gimmicky thing possible, and they're like, "We're gonna use yeah. it till till you die." <laughs> they still use it like three and four. I mean, yeah. I, like it even like translated over into the Last of Us. I think with Last of Us two, I think there there were a few points in that game where I'm like, "When I jump down there, that's not gonna catch me," and I fucking know it. You know, the when rat fall to the floor. And there's gonna be a fucking bunch of zombies. Yeah, um, the rat cave or rat king, whatever it was, that was a crazy boss fight. Just had th- since you mentioned, yeah. That was really that, like that, that was a juicy one. Uh, yeah, for me, like especially here and talking about playing through, like uh, by the time I got to Uncharted Three, it just felt like the the staple Uncharted, like the stamp had been formed in my mind, and I knew what to expect. And so Un- Uncharted Three was definitely like the most, the least enjoyable game to play through. And since mm-hmm. I essentially just ran through them. Um, which made also for probably probably gave it kind of the benefit of the doubt in the situation, right? But it just felt so refreshing coming into something that didn't feel like just another uh, Nathan Drake cookie cutter sandwich yeah. <laughs> for you to chow down on. That being said, I do think I intend to replay all of those games at some point. I'd yeah. like to go back and try and do at least all the collectibles. Um, I'm definitely not platinuming them. They have like multiplayer achievements. I'm like, nah. But. Yeah, they have high replay value, in my opinion, still. Like, I would still like to go through them, for sure. It's a game that mm-hmm. definitely has not left, like, a bad taste in my mouth by any stretch of the imagination. Yeah, mm-hmm. go, going through Uncharted 4 again, um, which is what triggered this whole conversation, was I recently went through and played it, um, and so we started talking about it again. Maxwell Lewis Gaming. Yeah, <laughs> subscribe. Although, I, I did post about it on Instagram, but there's no gameplay videos, so... <laughs> Don't get too excited, but you can follow some of my other content, like uh, Alan Wake. All right, and now we're done. Um, but <laughs> uh, where the hell was I going with that? Oh, uh, Uncharted Four. Yeah, just just played through it again, um, and it was, yeah, it, it was so much fun. Like I knew more or less what was going to happen, but didn't remember exactly how the story unfolded to get to that mm-hmm. point. Um, and the the one thing I posted about. And emphasized on Instagram at Maxilus Gaming um, was the freaking like the the settings that the the game takes place in are some of the most breathtaking like settings world environment you could be in in that I have been in 
in really recent memory, if any memory, like I just constantly and they do such a good job of like, you'll be climbing up shit and then you'll get to the top and the camera will like back out naturally. You still have control mm-hmm. of it, yeah, but it'll take yeah, this wide yeah. scope. And I just, I mean, I sit, I took so many photos. You just sit there and you spin around and you're just like drooling yeah. at the freaking game. Like it's, it's crazy. I, this- I'm glad they also gave you the option to turn off the motion blur, uh, like later on. Which that was like a that was just godsend, but I, I I agree too. I think especially in in Pirate Island, um, Libertaria is not the name of the island. That was just the name of the city, right? Yeah, I, I, um, I don't remember. I just called it Pirate Island in my head the whole time. I like, think that's fair. Yeah, that might be what it's called. I don't remember either. Yeah, doing that environment and then the Madagascar environment, just like looking around was really fun, and then. That was another thing that I think they, I don't think they ripped it from God of War, because I don't think God of War had come out yet. Mm-mm, Is no. God, did God of War come out yet? Because when you no, were this, driving This was around, 2016, and then God of War God was, was 2018. 2018, right? Yeah. Yeah. When you're driving around in um, the Jeep in Madagascar, they have conversations with each other. And then when you get out to do something... When you get back in, they'll be like, so what were you saying about that thing? Oh, and then yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. I had just played God of War, and I was like, is this, like, the same dev team? Like, <laughs> this is not the same. These are different studios, but, like, that that's such a good mechanic. I agree. That it kind of, like, brings 100%. you back into the, like, like, just feel and, like, plot line of, like, what are they even talking about? You know, like, yeah. they were talking about just, like, Sully was probably talking about, like, women in, like, Madagascar. He's like, I've been here before, you know? <laughs> Where the comment he makes when you like escape the armored car and he's like, Nathan, we can never come back here. (laughs) (laughs) There's so much character like with the characters, you know? Yeah. Would you kind of expect now going back to our Horizon Zero Dawn recap? (laughs) No characters in that game were interesting. Yeah. I didn't like any of them. They were boring. That's where I think they can take the, the, the sequel. Uh, much further it was it was the first of a new ip um and like god of war had the benefit of already have it's the same ip even though they completely Mm -hmm. rebooted it and did it phenomenally they took a risk but you're dealing with the same ip a huge fan base um uncharted obviously it's the fourth in the series um so they they had a lot of experience working up to that so horizon zero dawn was they were a first person shooter developer like linear fps games is what they did Mm -hmm. and they completely 180 into an open world and they created the decima game engine um which hideo kojima actually took and used for death stranding a prolific the walking developer. simulator the walking simulator um, <laughs> well that was so, like mailman simulator <laughs> yeah. um but yeah so they 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 killed it with a first try um, yeah. And I think they've hopefully, I mean, I'm sure they will have learned a lot of lessons and improve on a lot of things. Hopefully they improve on all the things. <laughs> yeah. But it, it, I think it will be better. Um, that's my hope. So I'm telling myself, that's all I got to say. Yeah. I'm a hype train, so I'll just one I'll, of the I'll, things I'll uh, to go back to Uncharted. One of the things I did find rather curious about uh, the game is its dev cycle was like not a healthy dev cycle. Um, I I've read the Blood Sweat Pixels book by Jason Schreier, but then also just like kind of reading about it, the like original like developer for the th- first three games like left, and then like the Last of Us two team 
or just last was seemed like they had to come in and like finish it and they scrapped like large portions of the game. Um, and I remember reading that book and it was kind of talking about, you know, inter- the guy interviewed employees and other people. Um, you know, if you look at the like plot line of Uncharted 4, the one piece that does not fit is the Scotland piece. It kind of just is, is just kind of inserted there. They're like, we need to go add three hours to this game. So they need to go get that thing before they can do the other thing, which I, I don't remember what they were doing in Scotland, but they needed like a map or something to tell them. Yeah. There was like a church and a graveyard that they yeah. it sent them there. Yeah. And it just has like a weird like flow, but I don't know. It's weird. It had a very awkward like dev cycle with a lot of people like leaving and then coming in and rewriting and reshooting. And like, I think like, Nadine like originally like there was some criticism with like her voice actor is white but she's a black character and people were like we did we did not even have an idea of who this character was going to be we just recorded lines like that that had nothing to do it, our dev cycle was weird we're sorry yeah. we didn't need to do that you know I I feel like I also read that like originally like that you know how like they 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 break out of jail and then the brother is like shot and he's left there. And that guy who like comes to get him, right? Who's not actually real. That might have been the original story. And I think they scrapped oh, that to make Rafe yeah. like the actual like they were like, why do we need this other guy? Just make it him. But I'm not a hundred percent on that. That got me too, that little twist where it was like, Yeah, I've been lying the whole fucking time, sorry. Um, yeah, I kind of like was putting it together like right before they talked about it because I was like, man, I'm like 15 hours into this game and they haven't mentioned that guy at all. Yeah, and then yeah, I yeah. think like, like Nathan says something or like Rafe shows up and you meet him for the first time, and you're like, what happened? You know, that's like by far the craziest part of the game for sure. Mm hmm. Like, uh, but they did a good job of like they dropped the bomb. I was worried once once they did the bomb drop of like uh, Sam double crossing Rafe. I was like, I always get worried when you hit a high point like that about like tempo to close out the game. And I thought that they did a really good job to make sure that the game still like felt interesting and that the story wasn't like, oh, here's the big part of the story. Now we're just wrapping up loose ends. Like they did a good job mm-hmm. of making sure that it was still compelling all the way to the end. Because I feel like lots of times when you hit like that climax like that, it's just like afterwards, it's like, okay, well, you hit me with a big dopamine rush and now I'm not getting anything else. Like this game is losing its steam. And the game has like three, four, five hours left after that point, because like that's pretty soon after you get to Pirate Island. Yeah. You you get. I think you go through the first town with Sam and then you have to fight Nadine again. That was a cool scene where like you're fighting her and then like Sam drops out from the ceiling and she's like. All right, and they're like, come on, there's two of us. And then she, like, totally kicks their asses. She, like, throws you out of the building. Oh, my God. That yeah, she's pretty cool. Same voice actress that plays Abby in Last of Us Part Two. Really? Yeah, Laura Bailey. That's really cool. So um, she's, uh, she's all about that badass woman, and I'm about it. Nadine and Abby are some, some dope characters. Yeah. Dude, uh, respect to her, because, like, Dude, fuck social media. I'm sorry that sucks so much, but the way people reacted to The Last of Us 2 and the way people like treated her, like that's insane and insanely stupid. I was so happy when she won that award. Um, yes. for the voice acting at the the game awards. That she really deserved that. Yeah. 
Uh, uh, Laura, yeah. For those who don't know who are listening, Laura Bailey played Abby. Spoiler alert again for The Last of Us Part Two. Um, but Abby is the bad character um, in the game, or initially, bad. so you think. Um, but then there's another twist that Spoilers. changes your perspective. Um, Spoilers. But, but here's here's the big spoiler. Um, Abby kills Joel. There, I said it. Um, <laughs> I said it. Um, and so a bunch of fans um, basically were sending her death threats and saying, why did you do this? The, to the actress being like, the why did actor. you, the <laughs> yeah. actress, kill Joel? Like thinking either she did it actually in some delusional world or that she was responsible for suggesting that story. Um, and also... It's so insane. It's a fucking story. Um, like... Who Big even liked whoop. Joel in the first place? Like, what? <laughs> yeah, I, Joel, I did yeah. not like that character. I didn't. I, I liked him by the end of Last of Us 2, but like, we're going to talk. I'm going to go on a tangent here. Yeah. I'll be quiet. Well, let's go back yeah. to the show. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, Laura, Laura Bailey, um, absolute uh, badass. But yeah, the, the part where we find out about Sam betraying both Nathan um, and his trust and Rafe. Um, and, and getting that bomb dropped on us. And then so Rafe shoots at Nathan because he only needs one of them alive to complete solving the puzzles. Sam takes the bullet for Nathan. Nathan falls off the cliff. That's when Elena comes back and surprises everyone. It's like, oh, Elena's here. And she yeah. finds Nathan washed up ashore, um, unconscious and, and helps him. And then so in, in kind of that down period after all of that, you're rising up to this climax and they... Pff, bring it back down again and then focus on the relationship and mending that marriage. And, um, yeah, it's, I, it's I would say that I think that is the best part of the game is when you play with Elena again and you have to mm. climb all the elevators and you're literally going from like bottom to top. Like there's a lot of themes going on there, right? That drive you take after the, one of the elevators where it just cuts out all the audio and it just plays like the little like, and like, you're just driving with her. And then you finally get to Libertaria. And like, I think he makes a comment where he's like, man, I forgot how good you were at this. And she looks at him. He's like, excuse me. <laughs> like, <laughs> we're trying to get your brother to get the fuck out of here. Um, but then you, then you have all of like Libertaria to do, which is such a cool environment. The like mm -hmm. flooded pirate city. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And yeah. then you have to finish the game with the big old pirate ship sword swashbuckle battle. And you're like, this is the coolest thing ever. Pirates are the coolest thing ever. If, if you want to make me enjoy a game, put pirates in it. Like, in any aspect, just put a pirate in the game and I'll be like, best game ever. Best game. Is it Pirates of the Caribbean or Pirates of the Caribbean? I think I say Caribbean, but not when I, like, so I work for, like, shipping logistics. Whenever we talk about that area, we'll say Caribbean. Yeah. Right? Like, Royal Caribbean lines or, like, cruise stuff or like when we're talking about just like investing or talking about like terminals management stuff there should edit this part out <laughs> really, really boring um i don't know what do you think <laughs> the i so for the movie title i always said pirates of the caribbean that just felt yeah. right um but i'm with you that like if i'm referring to it outside of the movie title i'm like yes yeah, the caribbean yeah 3x correct way to do it Good yeah, answers, yeah. guys. I'm saying. 
<laughs> I don't know why this probably makes us dumb, but who cares? I do the same exact shit. I just had to ask since you're a mention of pirates. Yeah, it's yeah. like real quick tangent while we're on the subject. How do you say C O U P O N? Coupon. Oh, uh, coupon. <laughs> I don't say know coo- how I like, say like it. Like C O O. I think I say coupon. Coupon? No, you just said coupon, like Q U E. Yeah, but I, I don't know P-O-O. which one I say because those are the two ways it's coupon or coupon. Oh. Coupons, coupons, coupon. I think yeah, I used making, to say coupon, but I think I've corrected it to coupon. You're yeah. making me overthink. I'm pretty sure I say coupon, though. This is the real Mo Video Games content that people come yeah. to expect. Coupon the coupon. <laughs> How do you say say dragon like the animal? Dragon. <laughs> like the Not, like the real life animal. Yes, dragon. Like, dragon, dude. Yeah. Do you ever hear the people that say dragon or like it's not a bagel, it's a bagel? You know, well, bagel like... is just the intellectual way to say it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let us know uh, in the they comments. Know what the, they know what they're right. doing. They know what they're doing. <laughs> yeah. You aren't fooling me. You got to put your uh, bagel in the bag. Oh, oh God. I'm still bad at doing the uh, pillow and milk, though. I mean, I definitely have had to, like, conscientiously change my... Because uh, I, I, I did the pillow milk, the, the E's instead of the I's. Um, but yeah. I've been, like, very, like trying to change it into pillow and milk that's definitely some midwestern shit right there the pillow milk yeah i i now consciously i say pillow correctly now but every time i say it my brain is like say it correctly dumbass um and so i say pillow but milk i also say correctly now but i used to say milk. like i was yeah, you i were was M-A-L-K. like ah. yeah, i was dude. like oh it's so bad bad it's a milk. Mm. how do you guys say uncharted 4 is the best uncharted in the series <laughs> I say true. One hundred percent. We can make a podcast and talk about it for like an hour. Um, um, do you guys have any other thoughts about Uncharted Four? Because we have another juicy conversation, aka yeah, top five. So probably nothing that hasn't been said already. But I did want to ask, like, combat encounters, right? Like, one of the big criticisms of the first three games are the combat encounters aren't very fun. Um, like, you play Uncharted to solve puzzles, but then, like, wait. There's not too many puzzles in the first three games either that aren't just like go here, press button, go here, don't figure it out, wait for the game to tell you a prompt of like, why the hell would you think that I know how to do that? Um, Uncharted 4 has puzzles, which I appreciate, even if they are a little easy. But the combat encounters are a little bit like. What's the word I'm looking for? Some people like them, some people don't like them. Um, what do you guys think about that? Like, do you like the combat encounters in Uncharted 4, or do you not like them? So, do you think they're an not. improvement or no? If, Here, let, if, me, let me summarize Maxwell. No, I got you, bro. Maxwell <laughs> wants fucking Doom in Uncharted 4, and if it's not Doom-level combat, then he's not pleased. Mm-hmm. You goddamn right. <laughs> I, I view combat in all of the Uncharted series as a filler to stretch out what I would say is normally interesting stories to stretch it out to a full length video game. I think it is compelling enough that I don't mind it when I do it. I'm not like upset. Is it the greatest thing ever? Am I playing doom? Absolutely not. But that's not mm-hmm. what I'm playing that game for. I mean, if you were going for like the goatiest goat game of all time, do they need to fix it? Probably. But like, I just don't, when I play uncharted, that's not what I'm going for. Uncharted four. I felt like was like a good amount of, I liked what they did to the gunplay. I thought it was a really good improvement to it. It made, it just it felt like the best gunplay for sure. Obviously, as a new gen, you expect the mechanics to be upgraded and like improved. But I was really happy with what they did um, with it, and I felt like I you know had a lot of fun and control. 
you just don't play that game on max difficulty, so you don't have to be a force cover shooter all the time, and then you can kind of just dick around and be like, I'm Nathan Drake, so I don't die when I get shot, because this is a video game. Yeah. <laughs> um, but that's how I feel about it. I think so, I think I think Maxwell's expectation for it is way too high, but I understand it is a fair criticism, right? Like I don't, I don't I'm not saying it's great gunplay. You know, I'm not. It's not. I'm, I'll play like Call of Duty if I want gunplay. I I think you overstate my dislike of the gunplay. What's well, um, all you shit on, bro? <laughs> yeah, it's the only like real criticism I had of the game, but it's not that. Wow, the gunplay is shit, and like I never want to do it. Like it is. It's fun gunplay, but it's just. Like the Last of Us Part Two has way better gunplay. Like that is that is so. And I mean, granted, they they added some new systems. Like you can like jump and fall onto the ground on your side and shoot. And there's each person is much more destructible. Like if you shoot them in the leg, stuff happens differently and all that kind of stuff. So I mean, granted, Last of Us is more about the combat too, especially Last of Us Part Two because it's all about the revenge and stuff. So they have to get that right. Um, but it's the same studio. It's the same developer. Um, mm. and so they, they have the ability to do something like that. And I'm sure there's a reason that they chose to do what they did one to keep it similar enough to the first three uncharted to not alienate their fan base, um, while still improving upon it. But it's just, I, I don't know the, yeah, it's, it's the only, it's not even that big a criticism. It's just, mm-hmm. a, I just think that, like I said, the direction of the game... Oh, yeah, I'm probably overselling it. But the, the direction of the game, to me, it just wouldn't fit a pimp-ass, like, crazy gunplay thing. I don't know. Like, that just... Mm. It never felt like the intention of it. So... And I also think that, like, Uncharted... Or Last of Us 2 came out after Uncharted 4. I mean, you can't assume that, like, the game... Just because it's made by the same studio, that they're just, like, prepped and ready because it came out in Last of Us Part 2 to implement that in Uncharted 4. Like, you don't know where they were in the dev cycle. They clearly did a lot of work on their, like... uh um you know like graphically and stuff i'm sure they put a lot of resources there like there's only so much time and money you have into developing a game oh i mean for for sure last of us part two happened because it was an iteration on other things they've done in the past i'm not saying that they should have done that for but the i'm saying the studio is capable of at least a different style of gunplay and to to be fair uncharted I, i think it's it's the big like you're the hero and you you're untouchable and you you have like you're you're literally indiana jones yeah Yeah. (laughs) i mean honestly so i mean to be fair i think a lot of the style is driven by that um and maybe it's more just that that particular style of play just didn't resonate with me as well Mm. um so i that's a fair criticism of my criticism um in which case i remedy it to a 10 out of 10 perfect game there you go um uh, i guess Adam, I, had, Adam, what do you I, think? Have, yeah. I have mixed thoughts on on gunplay and i i guess i would say the broader term of like combat encounters which is pretty much just gunplay um in that game it started off i think like i think the first combat encounter that you really do like with guns is in scotland there might be some from italy like i know you sneak around but I, I don't remember if you kill anybody. It, it is right at the um, end when you're like escaping the mansion. Um, like everyone yeah. knows where you are and you like you're like swinging around the outside of the building and you like fly through a window and roll yeah, into the, you're like, right. the first yeah, encounter. You're right. Yeah, Um, I don't even remember that one. So I'm just going to say that didn't fucking happen. Um, <laughs> That's fair. But no, uh, when they get to Scotland, I remember that was kind of like the big area. Like you're outside. I think they're trying to teach you about the dynamite. Um, I like I was doing the combat encounters there, and then like later on, it's in like a graveyard. Um, and I was just kind of like, this is 
fine. This is okay. When I got to Madagascar, and I did the, like, combat encounter that's around that tower, right? Where you're swinging around the tower with the grappling hook. There's, like, a drawbridge you can fuck with. And, like, you can throw boxes at people and shit. Like, that is where I was finally like, whoa. Like, this is way different. This is a totally different dynamic. Like, mm-hmm. there's a there's verticality to it rather than just, like, am I, you know, what am I doing? Am I climbing on a wall that doesn't want to support yeah. me? Am I shooting somebody straight on? No, I can, you know, swing around. Later on in the game, when you get to Pirate Island, a lot of the encounters are like that, too, where you have the multi like level, like verticality. Do, do you remember the one where you're going through the woods and you kind of are like sneaking in the bushes and it's just like a bunch of cliffs with like grass on it? And like you have to go up and down and around and like, OK, I'm going to pop out. I'm going to kill this guy and I'm going to all go all the way back to the start and kill somebody else because that guy would have saw me. And you can. That really excited me. But it took a while to get there, right? Like Madagascar is just like when you're done with that, I think you're like halfway through the game at that point. It's about Maybe a little right, over yeah. halfway. Um, but, yeah, it comparatively to the rest of the Uncharted, I think it is a major, major improvement. And I'm glad that like towards the end, it got better. And I was like, I felt more like freeform. I had the like I had a similar moment. If you guys have ever played the Dishonored games. Um, I have the second one I haven't played yet, but I've played the first one. Um, it's a stealth, like sneaky game where you're like, you know, you're an assassin and like, you can use magic. And like, one of the things you can do is like, you can like dash like magic dash. So like, you'll be on like one building and you can dash to the next one or something. When you figure out in that game that there is no point in being stealthy if you want to kill people because the game is going to punish you. And you can just run around and do whatever you want. It just opens the game up like completely. And I kind of had a very similar moment in Uncharted 4. Where I was like, ah, oh, the thing they gave me at the beginning of the game, the grappling hook, or whip, whatever it was. I should use that more. And like, you know, I'm sure there's some dev somewhere going like, ah, oh, we did it. You know? <laughs> that was my idea. <laughs> Finally, 10 hours into the game, the game was playing game um but i don't know it i i enjoyed it but i do see both sides of like not liking it or liking it or like i don't play uncharted for the gunplay i play it for the story and the puzzles which i think uncharted 4 delivers at least on all fronts well mm-hmm. i think it delivers on some fronts better but I think it's tough for that. yeah i think my final thought on the gunplay um is I think you summed it up very well. I, I I hadn't really thought about it, but after you said it, I was like, yes, Scotland did not like. Um, I I loved like the the environment of Scotland. I like the environment too. I like the the dialogue too. There where like he puts his hand in the thing and he was like, ah! and I was like, yeah. I saw that coming. But it's like it's still you know it's an enjoyable moment. But yeah, anyway, sorry. So yeah, so Scotland, great, but yeah, the the gunplay and the environment of like the shooting in Scotland, I think, was probably my biggest gripe, and I think that just kind of stuck with me. And since it's so early in the game, I think it tainted a lot of my um, experience with it the rest of the mm. time. But kind of mm-hmm. thinking back on like Madagascar and some of the later Libertalia like fights, I'm kind of like you know, that was pretty cool where it's, there's like stealth. Yeah. And so you're running around, you're killing people. But then when you make a mistake stealth wise, it's not like, ah, I got to start again. It's like, no, it's, it's not like time. the last of us <laughs> where, ah, I got to start again. No, 
I, I agree. I, and I was just thinking, you reminded me of the, the one in Libertaria where you have the like four or five buildings that like one has three floors, that one has four floors and they're like, it's underwater. And like, you can go on top, you can go in the middle, you can climb up the side, you can literally swim under the building, go in the back, take the guys out. And like, you just have options. Right. And I think, yeah, you know, following the same studio, that was such a huge criticism of the first last of us where the second last of us was like, we want to present you with options, not mm-hmm. only with like what weapons you're using, but how you approach, how you approach the encounter, right? You can play the entire game with one weapon, but you're, you're doing that to yourself. The game isn't making you do that. Right. Yeah. So I don't know. Options gaming. It's, it, you know, <laughs> yeah, no, I, 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 yeah, that is a big improvement and something I do like a lot. And also reminded me of my grapes of what Doom Eternal or whatever it is, because it's like play those games. Every uh, I, every zombie you have to use or like demon, sorry, you have to use like a certain gun. A certain gun is optimized to kill it. And I was bitching to Maxwell because Maxwell was like, "What do you mean? You just use the shotgun for the stupid thing?" And I'm like, "No, if I want to kill it with the pistol, I want to kill it with the fucking pistol. I'm the Doom guy. I should yeah. be able to do whatever I want whenever I want, especially in a straight shoot 'em up game. Like that is the fact that you can't kill it at all." That's the most irking part to me. Well, you can. It's just much harder. But it's 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 on the realm of impossible harder. <laughs> uh, um, at least we agree that Far Cry Three greatest Far Cry game of all time. What? Yeah. <laughs> you sure about that, right. Maxwell? <laughs> I'm glad you're right, bro. <laughs> yeah. No, you, I mean, you do realize you just said Far Cry Three, right? I know. Was that intentional? Okay. I don't know if a, it was intentional. Was that a Freudian slip? <laughs> I think Whatever that might have been a Freudian slip. Because yeah. <laughs> I it, also it think is. Far I mean, Cry 3 is better than 4. So there we go. Like, we take this clip. Take this clip. Put it at the beginning. I, I mean, I oh, hope God. everyone listening to this knows that when I say it, it's 100% sarcastic. <laughs> it's, too late. it's too late. Just like Far No, no, no. When, when I say Far Cry 4 is the best, that Silence. is sarcastic. <laughs> Far Cry 3 is, is for sure the best game. All right, this yeah. is going too deep. This is going too deep. Top fives. Top fives. Let's go. Wait, hold on. Okay. I, I think we got to end the stream here. It's oh, it's going on too. long. We we can we can take the the top 5 discussion offline, but Well, yeah. we can we can also just do uh let's do an Assassin's Creed episode. Does that sound good, Adam? I'm assuming you have interest in talking I can about do that. ass ass. Yeah. yeah. I won't have as much ass, to add ass as you guys. But uh, we could do Assassin's Creed in top five. I don't yeah. really care when, so we, it's not like the top 50 really has a rigorous schedule here. So we, we, we might have to do a full top five episode, I think, because I, I highly doubt that's like an, oh, by the way, we're just going to mention our top five games, but not discuss it. I think that has to be its own. <laughs> it's fucking easy. When mm. I say Super Mario 64, you guys go correct. And then we're like, yeah, <laughs> yes, correct for you made my top 10, yo. <laughs> um okay that sounds good links in the description thanks for listening adam thank you for coming on uncharted 4 and as always we'll catch you in the next one (gasps) juicy juicy Thank you so much for sticking around to the end of today's podcast. We hope you enjoyed the little change of pace from our top 50 that we are getting very close to finishing. As always, you can follow us on Instagram at Mo Video Games. 
Make sure you check out all the podcast services if you're watching on YouTube. And check out YouTube if you're watching on the podcast services. Get a little bit of taste of that body language, that flavor that's feeling so good. And don't worry, Adam will be back in the future to discuss some more video games at some point, And perhaps you too can be included on the Mo Video Games podcast. Let us know in the comments if you want to be featured, what you want to talk about. Come up with some interesting ideas and we'll see you real soon. But thank you so much for sticking around and we'll catch you in the next one. Juicy!